it's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted, independent, American Standard Air dealer. Owner Chris Wedekin sells the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, which is a great option to heat and cool individual spaces while blending into the decor. If you want your poker room to be dressed up, you could take a vinyl wrap and put on these. If you like the more modern look, they have styles in black, silver, and pearl white that would be more aesthetically pleasing for your rooms. Find out more at absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted, independent, American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. And this is our number two of the first day WIBC Sunday Magazine show. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Kylan Talley. Good morning. Thanks, everybody, for spending some time with us today. We will talk to the fans, Kevin Bowen, this hour about the Colts' new quarterback, Sam Ellinger, who makes his first NFL start today. Kylan will be there to see it in person as they take on the Commanders at Lucas Oil Stadium. That's a 425 kickoff this afternoon. And... um, it's Tarek Glenday as he has entered into the Ring of Honor. And there's lots of free stuff, bobbleheads and all kinds of things that uh, posters, I think, are available. And you'll get Halloween bags or buckets today for those first 10,000, 20,000 people that walk through the door. So it's going to be a great day. There are people already downtown. We're seeing kind of a mass exodus of all the FFA kids that have been in town uh, since about Wednesday. Thank you all so much for coming. I mean, the FFA kids are so amazing they do a lot of community service type projects while they're here and they are just a lot of fun and they're they're very good they're they're very good kids when they're down here and spend a lot of money too so uh we'll miss you when you until we see you again and i think you're back next year i'm pretty sure well by the way listen to this according to an nfl study by the way when it comes to the indianapolis colts fan base we rank number four in all of the NFL. What? Top yeah. five, baby. I know it. Number one are the Washington is the Washington Commanders fans. Very interesting. Followed by the 49ers fans. And number three, New England Patriots fans. But there we sit at number four. So congratulations to you all. I don't think you get a, a, a prize for that, unfortunately. Just being bleeding <laughs> I blue. I, yeah. Just, you know, I don't, I don't know if it means anything to you, but you're loud and proud. So cool. Chris Davis has created another fantastic special for you coming up later this afternoon. It's called Indianapolis Unexplained, the ongoing search for truth. And that will happen at five o'clock this afternoon. It's about the real life stranger things that happen here in Indiana. And in just a little bit, we will open up the phones. In fact, next half hour, and we'd like you to be a part of it. And uh, we want to know if what you've seen if you've seen Bigfoot, if you have seen a UFO, if you have seen a ghost. We want all of your haunted a stories. Spirit, all the haunted stories. Uh, what, what makes you scared or as far as movies? Because I always like watching Halloween movies. I like the black and white classic old Halloween movies. Any specific one? Um, any, any Frankenstein movie. <laughs> any Living Dead movie. And then I also like where you just don't see anything, like Blair Witch Project. Uh-uh. No, can't do that one. Scares me. Always does, no matter how many times I've seen it. Anything in the dark. I think what you don't see is scarier than what you do see. You want to be scared more? Uh, I like that. I like I like jumping. Noted. I'll try harder to scare yeah, you. <laughs> I do like jumping. I do. And you're very good at scaring me. So, good for you. 
Now, um, speaking of Halloween, I mentioned this last hour that a friend was telling me about the switch witch in her home. And so even if your kids have no food issues, you might want them to eat. You might not want them to eat a lot of candy. And so this is what what they do. Some families call in the switch witch and they say it is the Halloween hero. So they let the kids indulge on the Halloween night. And and then before they go to bed, the kids pick out an agreed number of treats to save for the future. The rest is packed up for the switch witch who comes in the night like the tooth fairy and picks up all the leftover candy. And I'm guessing that goes into to mom and dad's stash. <laughs> this does not in sound the underwear like a fun tooth fairy. I'm guessing that's where it goes. But the loot that the switch witch takes in exchange in exchange she leaves like a new a new book or a new toy or something like that so it, it's a it's a switch she's the switch witch and if you'd like to adopt the switch witch i understand that she's available to come at any home <laughs> if you'd like to get some of the excess candy away from the kids just start talking about the switch witch Good idea, I think. I like this idea. I think this is kind of cool. Although I'm glad she wasn't around when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, My family, at least, we would go trick-or-treating, and if we didn't like a specific candy that we got, we would sit down in a group and switch out and do trades between the foods. Oh. Like, I don't like Snickers, so can I have your oh, Milky Way? Oh, that's smart. And I thought that's what this was going to be, but honestly, oh. getting a toy instead, I think that's Or a book move. or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Kids aren't reading so well these days. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, but I'm guessing my, if I had children, my children would be like a book. (laughs) That's what you're leaving me, Switch Witch? A book? I'm not supposed to be in school right now. I loved reading. I would have loved to have had a book. Uh, Okay. So there you go. There's your lesson on Switch Witch. Uh, Before we get into a break. Oh, there is something else I want to mention to you guys. Where was it? Oh, it was about, I don't know if you want to do this or not, but it's always a lot of fun. The governor and first lady are hosting another trick or treat event that's coming up tomorrow. Yay. They'll be celebrating Halloween. They're going to dress up as characters from the Hoosier inspired TV shows and movies. So I think First Dog Henry will be there as well. This will be tomorrow between 6 and 8 o'clock at the governor's residence. They always give out the best treats. I'm not kidding you. Trick-or-treaters will be welcomed by the resident staff. It's really fun. And then they will be giving away Indiana-based treats from Zachary Confections and Albanese Confectionery. So they keep it local, and it is a lot of fun. And the costumes that they wear are fantastic. So uh, if you're interested, that's at 4750 North Meridian Street, if you'd like to do that. Um, That's a nice neighborhood, too. So while you're there, just stay, because I bet they give away full-size candy bars in that neighborhood. (laughs) You know what I mean? This year, candy was, it's a little expensive. I got two bags, more than 75 pieces of candy, but I bet I'll go through more. And it just, uh, you know, I thought about getting the little tattoos that were $6 for a box of 20, but I thought kids, I don't know if they want that or not. But um, anyway little expensive. I love that part of trick-or-treating. I That for me, when I became an adult and didn't have kids, I loved I loved trick-or-treaters coming to the door. So fun. Really cool. So, What's the best costume you've ever seen when trick-or-treaters Oh, come? we have a family that, that live in our neighborhood. of. Um, the, it's a family of seven. Mm-hmm. And every year they pick a cool theme. 
whether that is, you know, something from Dr. Seuss and they're all a character. They all stay in character. Wow. And the whole family is like a theme of, of How something that they love. And they're just adorable. They're just adorable. So we've watched all these kids grow up, but they still come as a family. And mom, dad, everybody, and they at the door they stand and they all have... You know, the same thing on. It's just awesome. How prepared they are. I came up with this maybe 48 hours ago. You're Kim, you're Kim Possible, which yeah. I could not get if you did not listen to this earlier. I had no idea what this was. Kim Possible. Well, She's wearing khaki pants, a black turtleneck, got a little midriff showing, and black uh, kind of platform cool boots. And uh, yeah, now that I've seen the pictures of the cartoon character, I'm like, well, yeah, you're Kim Possible. Very good gift. Good, good uh, costume idea. That you came up with hours ago. I enjoy ago. the thought of not having to go out and buy stuff that you're not going to use again. This is I just, agree. Okay, here's my wardrobe. What can I do I with agree. it? I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, <laughs> and you're cute as a button, by the way. They're going to oh, love you at the dearie. Colts game. Uh, also want to mention that I've been thinking about the Delphi story, which I know a lot of you have as well. Uh, the Delphi story, we now understand that there will be a, a press conference, although I have not seen anything in writing from any officials that says there's a press conference tomorrow at 10 o'clock in Delphi. We also keep reading, you know, sources say a person has been arrested in the case. Again, I don't see any confirmation about that, but I know that everybody is anxiously awaiting for this press or for this press conference tomorrow, 10 o'clock, to let us know what has happened or an update is what we're being told. There will be an update on the murders uh, that happened in Delphi more than five years ago. So anxious for that. I know we will carry it here on WIBC when that happens tomorrow morning. It is 1115. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the first day on 93 WIBC. How did the skeleton know it was going to rain? Oh, he could fill it in his bones. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. 93 WIBC, it is Terry Stacy, the Slippery Noodle Inn on the corner of Meridian and South Streets, Indy's oldest continually operating bar, had a ghost tour last week that sold out within minutes. But joining us now is the operations manager slash janitor slash lots of other roles at the Slippery Noodle Inn is Josh Kaplinger. How are you, Josh? Good. How you doing? I'm, awesome. I'm good. I'm so glad to have time with you this morning. Everybody wants a little history of that place every time they come in. Is the spooky month of October a particularly active time for the spirits that live in the Slippery Noodle? Well, it's funny that you say that. Um, yeah, I get a little. I get. I, I get some. Some. Oh, I'm. <laughs> I'm. I'm a little scared right now. Actually, as I walk in the building, um, this building has a mind of its own. And mm-hmm. there's been many things that have happened here that uh, that I don't know if we can actually explain or actually say on the radio. Um, <laughs> but the the, uh, the beings that are here, they kind of run the roost. You know, it's it's really cool to come into an old building like this. Yeah. And you just don't know because the walls can't talk. I mean, I've licked them many times, but they just. I mean, I I had I took my helmet off once, and they're still, um, they're still talking to me right now as well. Oh, I just love it. I really love that building, uh, established in 1850, and the history of that building, including just before the Civil War, the building was a way station for an underground railroad. But when people ask you about its history, what pieces of information do you like to tell them about? 
You know, it, 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 we would just really like to know who actually walked through here and came out alive. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously Dillinger and Brady, they robbed, uh, you know, quite a few banks. And uh, there, there's a shooting station in the back room. I call it a station because when you stand in front of it, yeah, it's it is definitely where your head would be. Wow. And I wonder how many people perished back there. But you know, I, I don't I don't want to get too gory about it. But, it's okay, um, no, because it's got that's part of its history. I mean, this is it's some scary stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 then they still loom. I mean, there there there's definitely spirits that, that that roam the building all the time. Um, wow. I mean, I, I've heard them. You've heard them. Tell us about some experiences you've had where really the, the hair on the back of your neck just stuck straight out. It really did happen to you. Because you've been there how long, Josh? Um, I have been here, well, since I can remember. I, I Probably, I remember, I think I was six, maybe seven years old. Um, it, it, it's been in the family since 1963 prostitution it was a bordello was open until 1953 there was a a death on that second floor from a fight that happened over a prostitute it was a slaughterhouse it was a speakeasy it had lots of different interesting roles you guys name all of the spirits is what i'm told and george in the basement george in the basement who's george in the basement george in the basement and then we have the shadow man um the shadow man he he haunts quite a few people um, the thing with with the house of ill repute uh-huh. is that they tend to attach to people that they just can't. Well, I don't, I don't even know how to say it. But okay, no, they. You, you gotta be you gotta be a strong guy to stand up or or woman, uh, for that matter. Um, but yeah, they they kind of latch onto people, and, and then <gasps> you, all of a sudden you take them home. Josh, so. did you just hear that? Yeah, I did. And that is something beeping in. <laughs> and that's 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 not a text message or anybody calling. So somebody's somebody's oh obviously gosh. saying something. I'm telling you that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so great. I mean, I'm so f- thrilled it happened. Whatever it was. It okay, I've lost all train of thought. Josh Josh Kaplinger is here. He's the owner, operations manager, among other things, at the Slippery Noodle Inn, corner of Meridian and South Streets. If you're just here, new to our area, it is one of the coolest buildings in all the land. has a great reputation, good food, good music, good spirits, uh, and real spirits that have haunted this, this establishment for decades. Okay, so we were talking about George in the basement. You mentioned the Shadow Man. There are 13. How many altogether spirits have you guys counted that are different? Um, well, you know, I, I come up with like maybe four or five. Okay. But they all kind of just, it, they're all scared of the shadow man. Really? So it's like they all kind of get backed into a corner. And he kind of controls everything, which is really scary. Wow. Um, and we've had a lot of people in here, you know, ghosts whatever this mat or doing the EFPs and, and, yeah. and stuff. Um, and they're really alarmed as how much activity we have going on in the basement. Mm. So we're always not really watching over our back, but you just never know what could possibly pop up, you know, the next 
time we close or you come in or you're here by yourself or you hear a door slam or um yeah it's kind of creepy <laughs> but the spirits seem to like your family they're happy with your family running the place right i mean they've they've not yeah, gone home with you yeah. they've stayed right in the building but they they seem to like you guys yeah i believe i i believe so me too um, they, okay so with spirits <laughs> And what I believe in, and, and who knows, you know, hit me with a jackhammer. I don't know, but um, the 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 pressure in the building always seems to be pretty constant. And what I've heard from other ghost trackers that pressure changes when the attitude changes. So if oh. they if they get worried or something's going on, then the pressure in the building kind of fluctuates, and then that's what makes us uneasy Wow! so wow. if that makes any sense or not it I don't does know. it does i feel like the spirits don't want us to talk anymore <laughs> yeah i well, feel like they want me to go <laughs> I, I think i i think somebody just uh nudged me on my left shoulder oh, as i'm speaking right now so stop it um josh if anybody the tour that you did the actual uh tour that you had that was a very structured tour is is over but do you do this from time to time if somebody asks you i know the servers and some of the the wait staff they'll they'll take you on a tour if you call ahead of time won't they oh no yeah okay. not a problem at all and, uh, and, and if and if they can't do it and we're busy which i hope that we can consistently stay busy but yeah. i will take anybody on tour and and if, if if they're nice enough, I'll give them the good tour, <laughs> so you get to see all the extra goodies. Oh, tip him, would you? If he does that for you, give him a giant tip. Because how are you guys doing during the pandemic? I know it was really tough in the beginning, but how are how are things going for you now? Are you going to be able to actually catch up from the loss that you had early on when everything was shut down? Well, I, I, as of downtown, I don't think that any of us are going to recoup as of this year but you know what we're doing our best and we're trying to give the best service we possibly can um you know management's running around talking to people we're all social distancing we're doing the best possible thing that we possibly can for downtown because we love downtown yeah. i mean indianapolis we, we we need to grow and and let, let's recoup from this yeah but when you're down here, come down and see Josh and everybody at uh, the Slippery Noodle Inn. It's a treasure. Josh, thanks for talking to me. I really appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. You're, you're very cool. I love talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. I just want to mention that was a conversation I had with Josh, oh, I think just not long ago, about a while back anyway. I wanted to mention it because um, we did not do that one live, but I know y'all are coming downtown and Slippery Noodle may be on your way. You know, you might be having a little uh, little lunch there or after the game you might stop by. And if you didn't know its history, it's, that would be hard to believe, but it's a cool history, right? So I wanted you to hear our conversation about the spooky Slippery Noodle. It's 1130-93-WIBC. When do cows turn into werewolves during the full moon? <laughs> it's 11.36. Welcome back to the first day on 93 WIBC. 54 degrees now in downtown Indianapolis. The skies are brightening a bit. In just a few minutes, 239-9393. The number to call. We want to hear a scary story. Did something scare you? A ghost? 
Have you been to a haunted house, a real haunted house? Have you seen Bigfoot? Have you seen a UFO? One or two scary stories before the day goes. It's Halloween Eve, and we'd love to hear that. Uh, I had a conversation with Kevin Bowen just a bit ago about today's Colts versus Commanders game. I thought we would uh, talk to Kevin a little. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Terry. Yeah. It was Kevin Bowen, of course, uh, covers the Colts, and he's with our sister station, 107.5 The Fan. He co-hosts a show with Jake Query. We have that in common that we both worked with right. Jake and uh, coping, right? Co- we, this coping. is a therapy session. I, I still am in therapy from yeah. it all, mm-hmm. and he still won't look me in the eye. And I think that's kind of different. Yeah, does he do okay with you with um, the eye thing? The eye contact's been struggling. He's in Europe right now, so yeah. maybe you know he'll 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 see that, and uh, hopefully uh, we can uh, we can get on better terms when he when he comes back. <laughs> you know, let's talk. I love drama. As the Colts get ready for the Commanders here coming up at 425, I just want to throw out a name. Thoughts? Yeah. Sam Ellinger. Yes. Hard G. Correct. Number four. First time he's going to play or start in an NFL game, I understand. Well, I mean, drama-wise, I feel like I'm watching him with my mom. She's watching, like, General Hospital or As the World Turns, the hourglass, I feel like, of Days of Our Lives. <laughs> That's kind of how it's been with the Colts over the I last know. week or so. But I like it. Don't you like it? Covering the Colts, don't you like kind of a little drama? And you know what? I, I think what I like the most, Terry, is what they're looking at with Matt Ryan right now, heavily Jim Irsay influenced, let me make that clear, that it was not going to the level that they would like to get to. And so I think when you know that as a franchise, you turn to a young option, and that's what Sam Ellinger is. Um, the story, Terry, is it's tragic, frankly, Sam Ellinger's life. I mean, he, he, oh, he's, so sad. He, he's been through a ton. He lost yeah. his dad uh, to a heart attack during a triathlon when Sam was, was in eighth grade. Four, he was just 46 years old, his dad, at yeah. the time. Uh, lost his brother just days after um, Sam got drafted by the Colts last year to the eulogy. Um, so Sam has been through a ton. Uh, the Colts are obsessed with his character and his makeup. And so I think he's easy to root for. Um, I do think on the field he brings an element of an ability to run that Matt Ryan did not. Um, and, you know, you, you just got to find out what you have in him. Ten-game evaluation, what a golden opportunity for him. There's certainly questions about him throwing the ball down the field. Um, you see what you have, and then you get to the offseason, and you find out if you've got to make a pretty drastic move in the draft for a quarterback. I think that's what makes this game so exciting because we don't know what's going to happen. But like you said, you know, when you really learn about this young man's background, I think he's, what, 24? Mm -hmm. When you learn about his background, you can't help but cheer for a guy. And I haven't cheered for a quarterback since Peyton Manning. And and it's I haven't invested in a player with the jerseys and the merchandise. But, you know, this kid, I hope I'm cheering so hard for him and I would invest in him. Yeah, and if you look at his background, Terry, you know, he's a four-year starter at the University of Texas. He was a major Texas. Texas high school quarterback, and I think we know the nostalgia that comes with both of those jobs. So he's been in big moments. Obviously, 425 is a whole lot different than what yeah. what he's been in. Uh, but I'm curious to see how he does. I don't think we'll see like a deer in headlights look like I. You know, some guys I think you'd worry about is this moment too big. I I think the limitations are more there physically than there are mentally. If if that makes sense. Um, so those are the questions I have of. When we see him in the preseason, a lot of success. But now it's real NFL talent. Washington's game plan for him all week long. He didn't get that in August in the preseason. 
but him against Taylor Heineke, a backup quarterback, we thought all along it would be Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan. So tons and tons of storylines for this one. I think Matt Ryan was is is a class act in yeah. what he said uh, on Wednesday. Said you know I'm I'm going I'm cheering for this kid. He's going to do great. And mm-hmm. and there's, it just he just appeared to be a class act. When you look at the two of them together, standing side by side, you know you really see the age difference. <laughs> I thought Matt Ryan could be his dad, frankly, standing <laughs> next really to him. And, <laughs> and I guess the age of well, thirty seven and twenty four, eh, probably oh, right. probably probably cutting it close. But um, I. I'm glad you brought that up, Terry. Matt Ryan is the definition of a pro. And I think you saw his exit in Atlanta, how he handled that. Um, First class. I mean, this is the first time this guy's been benched in his NFL career. 15 years. Came here, bought a house here, thought this would be at least a two-year thing, if not longer. The missing Super Bowl part of his resume. We all watched it, the 28-3 lead that they blew against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Um, this has got to be arguably for the first time in Matt Ryan's career, him seeing or thinking the light at the end of the tunnel is nearing a lot more than he wants it to. Uh, that's difficult. And I thought he handled it extremely well on Wednesday. I'm very curious to see how things evolve for him, not only in Indy, in the NFL. Is he traded early next week with the trade deadline? Is he just going to be the third quarterback here the rest of the season? Again, does he play in the league um, anymore? Whatever those answers are, it's a remarkable career. It's a Hall of Fame caliber type of career, um, and he's the definition of a pro. Okay, well, it's going to be an awesome game. 425 kickoff at Lucas Oil Stadium. You'll hear all the pregame and the game itself on our sister station, 107.5 The Fan. And I will sneak in one more thing for fans going to the game. Tarek Glenn, former Colt great, is going in the Ring of Honor. So, oh, at, so at halftime today, you will see Tarek Glenn going in the Ring of Honor. Uh, a man of, you know, few words at times, but unbelievable job blocking the blind side of Peyton Manning um, throughout a bulk of Peyton's career. So that'll be a fun moment at halftime. Yeah, he's such a good guy for our community, too. Done so many good yes, things. Uh-huh. Okay, thanks, Kevin. We'll yes. see you later. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Terry. 11.42 coming up, 239-9393, 239-9393. Don't you love a scary movie? Tradition in my home is to watch a terrifying movie on, on Halloween. I feel like I've seen them all. What was the movie that scared you the most? Please give us a call and let us know. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. What's a ghost called significant other? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Eleven forty-seven here on ninety-three WIBC. Good morning to you. It's Terry Stacy along with producer Kylan Talley. Hello. With Happy you. Halloween. That's my best witch. I can't do witches. No. Stick with stick with being Kim Possible. It's not bad though. It's a good try. Uh, Eleven forty-eight, as I mentioned. Whatever you might be doing this morning, we're glad you're here for a few more minutes with us. Fox News will come up shortly. On this day in history, it's, by the way, National Candy Corn Day, but on this day in history, October 30th, 1938, the radio broadcast of the War of the Worlds, starring Orson Welles. Nationwide panic, Kylan, when they heard this. Fake news bulletins, they were describing a Martian invasion of New Jersey. (laughs) And they were so realistic that radio listeners freaked out and then they flooded police departments with calls. But to this day, the broadcast remains the most famous Halloween hoax of all time. That's a pretty good prank. Do you know the story of War of the Worlds? I do. I got to reproduce it for my college production of it. Did you? So I was the producer and then some of the actors in it. 
It was very fun. As you were listening to it, even though you're all cool and young and hip, did it sound pretty realistic to you? Yeah, I think so. I tried to keep some of the elements of the old Orson Welles one, but then bring in some newer New kind stuff. of modern sounds. So it was a fun mix and just trying to play around with it, hopefully not causing a panic. That happened on this day a long, long time ago. All right, let's talk about some movie news. Netflix, okay? Don't you love scary movies that make you jump? I watched the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre the other day. Did you jump or did you? Jump? Was it just so gory into in gory uh, that you stopped jumping? Both. The chainsaw gets me every time, so I was jumping every time it turned on. But that was about it. The Midnight Club. I don't know this movie. The Midnight Club. I've not seen this one. It premiered on Netflix actually on the seventh of October. Uh, an adaptate. An adapt. An adapt. <laughs> An adaption of the 1994 novel by Christopher Pike. He did all kinds of books and all fair games of the series. The series and the story centers on a group of hospice patients who meet daily at midnight to tell scary stories. Well, apparently, this isn't just another horror show. In fact, according to Netflix, the series broke a Guinness World Record for most scripted jump scares in a single episode of television. 21 jump scares across its 58-minute runtime. Now, that's a lot. That's a lot of jump scares. I didn't even know it was called jump scares, but I like that you're jumping so much. I do. I don't ever, when I'm jumping, I never am counting them, and it never is too much. So this might be the movie for me, The Midnight Club. Uh, I know a lot of you have been caught up in watching Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. That's one that has been extremely... If you're thinking of what you can what you can watch, uh, Stranger Things, The Watcher, Santa Clarita Diet, The Walking Dead, Supernatural, Ash versus Evil Dead. There's plenty of stuff out there to make you scream. Kylan, who's is somebody on the phone? Yes, we have one of our fellow coworkers, Denny Smith. Is Denny on the phone? He is on the phone. Denny, what are you doing? Hi, Denny. Happy Halloween Eve. You know what? I got to tell you, Terry Lynn, I hate scary movies. Oh. I hate scary things, but. Something very, very good happened 84 years ago today. Do you know what it was? No, what? The first broadcast of WIBC Radio. It was 1070 at the time, and it was ten, it took place out of the athletic club, and I think it was the third floor. It was a corner uh, little studio, just one little, oh you know, gosh. little bitty building. And uh, there we were broadcasting 1070 84 years ago today. I can't believe I forgot about that. That's on a sign down our hallway by the newsroom as to the, yeah. and I remember, you know, I don't remember that, but I remember well, for I a while say, we celebrated. Jane points out that we weren't there. You and I were no, not there. No. Okay. That's no. really important to point that out, you know. No. You guys aren't here. werewolves? No. No, we're yeah. not werewolves. Thank you, Kylan. <laughs> but happy birthday, WIBC. It's been a good run for sure. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Denny, thank you. What are you doing today? Uh, I'm running a Cat 8 cable in the crawl space and in the basement <laughs> to hook up to the television. I'm a dusty mess. I'm, I'm, glad, a dusty you, mess. I'm glad you took the time to call. Thank you, my friend. Yes, there we go. Happy Halloween, you guys. Happy Bye -bye. Halloween, Denny Paul. We'll see you next week on Home and Garden Show. It's 11.52 now as we get closer to the top of the hour. Wanted to mention, since we're talking about scary stuff for a minute, that Chris Davis has his special that's coming up. He's he, Chris makes and creates these fantastic documentaries and specials. This one is perfect for Halloween. Um, it is coming up later this afternoon. Kylan, at... 
5 p.m. 5 p.m. It's about the real live Stranger Things here in Indiana. And if you, I think we still have a couple minutes if there's something strange that you've seen or heard or been a part of. I know that last week we played just a piece of this special for you about Bigfoot, which is being seen not just one Bigfoot. I feel like Bigfoot's Bigfoot is all over southern Indiana and been seen by many. So, especially Kylan is from Salem, and it's mm-hmm. nothing you've seen, but it did make your ears perk up a little bit when you heard about Martinsville and right. in Morgan County. And- I went from hearing about Bigfoot, and then I went later that day to Brown County for a wedding, and so was constantly looking through the leaves trying to see anything, any little mention of Bigfoot. I would love to see a Bigfoot foot. Uh, which, if you saw that, if you came across a Bigfoot foot, you'd you'd, you'd, pat, you'd faint. You just couldn't believe it if you really believed that, it, that Bigfoot is out mm-hmm. there. And after last week and hearing some of the stories of, from you all about Bigfoot sightings, I kind of think there's something out there. I do. I Anything is believable at this point yeah. in my life. <laughs> anything could happen. It really is true. You saw or heard a story about this building from mm-hmm. one of the producers? Yeah, one of the overnight producers. They were listening to Coast to Coast, an overnight program on WIBC. Such a good and show. And they were talking about shadow figures. And he was like, I don't know what they're talking about. That's silly. And then went out in the hallway to go grab a drink. And sure enough, looks down the hallway, sees a shadow <laughs> man just standing there. And so he See, quickly the grabbed man the, ran, ran to the studio. The shadow man knew that he wasn't a believer. But that's the first time I've heard about anything creepy happening in this building. Now, you had another story. What was your story? I have a 911 call story. A 911 call story. <laughs> it's my TikTok. Oh, this is her day. TikTok. She loves TikTok. <laughs> Play it. Do we have some time? Yeah, we have okay, time. Okay, go ahead. This is Kylan. Uh, she loves picking out a TikTok story. Hit it. 911, what's your emergency? I finished all them brownies. Sir, this line is for emergencies. Oh, then I'm real glad I called. <laughs> I got an emergency, all right, because I just realized that my body's a haunted house. Because inside, there's a skeleton, a ghost, and blood and sh- all over the walls. How many brownies did you eat, sir? Uh, well, I either ate Glorn Lumium or Glorn Plum Lumium, but far along and slow. Are those supposed to be numbers, sir? Yes and bottom. Is that supposed to be a yes, sir? Leal Bloop. Sir, I think your brain broke. Plum Gleep, Plumalade, Glish and Boop, Mayonnaise, Back, Stretch, Crouton, Flark. Goodbye, sir. Gorn, Gorn. I don't believe that. I don't believe again in TikTok. I'm an unbeliever. I don't believe that was a real deal. I don't. I think that was staged, staged and scripted. It was funny, though. <laughs> I couldn't come up with it's those very words. Funny. Very funny. Hey, uh, before we get out of here, I love what they're doing in Lawrence tomorrow, Monday evening in Lawrence tomorrow, uh, the state, I'm sorry, the Lawrence Police Department Brick House Coffee Shop partnering with local Jeep clubs for their third annual Trick Your Jeep mobile event in Lawrence between six and eight groups of Jeep owners and LPD officers are going to be visiting neighborhoods across Lawrence with Jeeps full of safe treats. So you're going to be, they're coming to you. How cool is that from six to eight? Whatever you all are doing, Happy Halloween to you. Be safe. Colts are coming up today later on. Go Colts. The news is next right here on 93 WIBC. Thanks, Kylan.